0: The mountains, will where you hide, know how far I'd scale the valleys if you grace the other side. Know how long if I chased rivers from lowly seas to where they rise against the rush of grace descending. From the source of its supply Cause in the highlands and the heartache You're neither more nor less inclined I would search and stop at nothing You're just not that hard to find song where my feet are so i will praise you when the values are the same no less god within the shadow storm on the sunrise To where you sweep the sinner's past And oh, how fast would you come running If just to shadow me through the night Trace my steps through all my failure And walk me out the other side For who could dare ascend the mountain That valleyed hill called Calvary But for the one I call Good Shepherd Who like a lamb was slain for me Oh, I will praise you on the mountain well, I will praise you in the mountains in my way You're the summit where my feet are So I will praise you in the valleys all the same No less God within the shadow. A mighty river flowing upward from a deep but empty grave oh The God within the shadows.
1: Well, good morning. It's good to be with you. My name is Jeff Fuller, pastor at hopeforvermont.org. Pastor at hopeforvermont.org. The website is hopeforvermont.org. Hope F O R, Vermont spelled out.org. And uh, once more, we thank you for joining us. It's been a beautiful, hot week, but uh, I've learned that I'm going to complain about the cold of Vermont, not the heat. So I guess I grin and bear it and try to find somewhere to cool off. But uh, we just thank you for joining us and being a part of of our worship gathering uh, this morning. 6.30 online, Eastern Standard Time. And then, obviously, we are meeting in person at CrossFit Brook Middle School at 9 o'clock each and every Sunday morning. That's 9 a.m. in person at CrossFit Middle School. We meet in the cafeteria. That's Duxbury, Vermont, 05676. So just put in your GPS. Crossbrook Middle School, Duxbury, Vermont, 05676. And we hope to worship together with you 9 a.m. Sunday mornings at the Middle School school there. As we continue, we just want to uh, thank you for being a part, and I'm trying to get my slides to change. It might be a very uh, short service if we do not, but we do say welcome and thank you for being a part of uh, all things Living Hope Wesleyan. The call to worship is Psalm 66, Psalm 66, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation, and uh, thank you again for liking, sharing, following, social media, we're all over, we'll talk about those different handles after, but before that, let's pause for the call to worship today. For the choir director, a song, a psalm, shout joyful praises to God all the earth, sing about the glory of his name, tell the world how glorious he is. There seems to be a delay, and so I'll try this again, and if not, I'll have to read uh, from the Bible. Verse 3 of Psalm 66. Say to God how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea, and His people went across on foot. There were there we rejoiced in Him. For by His great power He rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands and he keeps our feet from stumbling. Let me go to uh, reading on my mobile device. The Version Bible app I found to be a tremendous resource and tool for us. And so... Just want to encourage you to do that as well. Psalm 66, I'll start at the beginning once more from the New Living Translation. Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of his name. Tell the world how glorious he is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea, and his people went across on foot. There we rejoiced in him. For by his great power he rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands, and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to the place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. And that is why I'm sacrificing burnt offerings to you. The best of my rams as a pleasing aroma and a sacrifice of bulls and male goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened, but God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God, who did not ignore my prayer or withdrew his unfailing Love from me, amen and amen. I do apologize if that was distracting for you with the slides, but um, let's just pray as we continue this morning. Jesus, we thank you that you love us, we thank you that you are here for us, we thank you that you are worthy and trustworthy. And God, we just ask for your help, we just pray that we might know you and make you known. Oh, Jesus, may we not just think about you once in a while, but may we know you as the Savior as the Lord, as the one that loves us and cares. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, amen, and uh, we do thank you for being a part. We thank you for subscribing on YouTube, Living Hope Wesleyan Church. On Instagram, it's at Living Hope Wesleyan, the same as our uh, podcast, church, Facebook page, Twitter. It's at hope for. Vermont, and you can find all things social media. There we ask that you like, subscribe, share, uh, copy, paste, whatever you like to do uh, just to share what God is doing. It's not really about us. It's more about um, the message that God is speaking in and through us, through His Word and by uh, His Spirit. If you do hear my cat in the background, that summer she snuck in. That's the beauty of having your studio in your house, but uh, that's also what's nice about meeting in person, 9 a.m. at CrossFit Brook Middle School, Sunday mornings. We encourage you to be there as well, Duxbury, Vermont, 05676, where Kids Packs are available and connection cards you can complete, or you could just text your email address to me, just text your email address to me, and I'll keep you up to date on all the events that are taking place. Uh, this summer. should be a busy summer. should be a great summer of us getting to know each other better and learning to become the church that cares for one another, bears one another's burdens. We rejoice with one another. We mourn with each other. We are the church. We are the family of God. So let's grow in that aspect even more this summer. Free Coffee Tuesday, last week was the first time, 7 and 9 at the Chapel Campus. Love to have you share that with others just to stop in. We have three Keurig machines. We have real half and half, not just the powdered stuff, and uh, people get stop in. Free Coffee Tuesday, 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. here at the Chapel Campus. A couple of quick announcements. The men's breakfast went very well uh, yesterday, 7 a.m., the second Tuesday, uh, second Saturday of the month. That's 7 a.m. the second Saturday of the month, so that was a great time together. And the women uh, have an event this coming Saturday, so see Liesl uh, about that, or just check your email for those details as well. I just wanted to announce, uh, Adam McCutcheon will be joining us this Thursday, the 19th. He's going to spend a month with us, part of Houghton College. This is uh, to fulfill some of his course requirements, and so he's going to intern with us uh, beginning this week, and so we are excited about that. We're also excited about next Sunday, the 22nd, the McHughes are going to be leading us into worship, and uh, that should be a great time. Pat and Allison do a tremendous job. Allison is just remarkable on the keyboard and piano, and uh, we're just excited for that as well as we just uh, look at this month's memory verse, this is from Acts, Acts 1-8. This is kind of funny because a few weeks ago I preached from Acts, and I talked about doing a series in Acts, and my uh, daughter said, hey dad, what are you preaching on this week? And I said, by faith. She's like, where's that? And I said, Hebrews. And she said, aren't you doing a series in Acts? And Following Mother's Day, uh, I would love to say God told me, God led me this way, but um, I don't know if it was God or it's just I wanted to talk about by faith this Sunday following Mother's Day. So maybe perhaps we'll return to Acts, as I had mentioned a few weeks ago, but uh, at least for now, we're going to look at Hebrews. But the memory verse comes from Acts, Acts 1.8. From the New Living Translation, we read, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is when Jesus was leaving the disciples when he was being ascended to heaven, he said that there will be one. In ten days the Holy Spirit will be there. You will receive the Holy Spirit. In ten days after he left, we have the Holy Spirit with us, speaking to us, comforting us, being our counselor, being the one that encourages us, that lifts our head, that shows us the truth, that allows conviction to come and change us so that we could become better, more mature in him. But you will receive receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my jesus's witnesses telling people about jesus everywhere in jerusalem throughout judea in samaria into the ends of the earth in your home where you work where you go and where you hope to vacation In your home, where you work, where you go, and where you hope to vacation, this is where Jesus wants us, commands us, provides a way for us to talk about his power, his saving grace, his love and justice that compels us to remain in him, that we would be his witnesses wherever he leads. Well, we thank you again for making the time to join us. Once more, my name is Jeff Fuller, pastor at Living Hope Wesleyan Church, hopeforvermont.org. And as you have prayer requests, you can type those in the comment section. You can email me. You can text and let us know how we can be praying for you. It is not too cumbersome. It is not too burdensome for you to share. We as a church are supposed to stand in the gap. We are to intercede. We are to... Get on our faces before God and say, Oh, Jesus, let your will be done. But as your people hurt, you hurt with them. So come and fill that void with your hope, with your peace, with your confidence, with your strength. So as you have requests, won't you just type those in the comment section or send an email and let us know how we can join you in praying for you and for others this week. Jesus, we do thank you that you hear our cry. That you love us so much that you wipe away our tears, that you feel our heart beat, that you know the number of hairs on our head, that you know us, that you created us, that you understand what we're going through, the anxiety, the fears, the excitement, God, we thank you that we can come together before you and say, oh God, we need your help. We declare that we love you because you first loved us. And Father, for those that are questioning, for those that are wondering, for those that are wandering, for those that are far from you, may they just know that you are close, that you are everywhere, that your arms of love want to take away their sin, that they would choose you over the temptation, that they would declare that you are their Savior, that they choose to follow you, that we move forward by your strength, so, God, here we are, declaring, stating boldly our need for you. We thank you that you hear us. We thank you that you are with us. We thank you that you help us. So, Jesus, let your will be done in Vermont as it is in heaven. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Let it be done. Yes, amen simply means let it be done. Let it be done. We thank you for your continued giving in tithes and offerings, and uh, we're just so fortunate to be able to uh, give from what you give to God to give to others that are in need. Hopefulvermont.org. Click the Be Generous tab. You can do it there online. Or mail checks to the Chapel Campus, 5793 Waterbury-Still Road, Waterbury Center, Vermont. 05677 In person, whether it's a life group you're meeting in person, whether it's at the uh, Crossbrook Middle School, as we gather 9 a.m. Sunday mornings in person, you can give there as well. And we just thank you so much for your faithfulness, your obedience, and giving of your tithes and offerings to to God. So we look this morning uh, at Scripture. We look this morning and think about who God is, what He has done. And I was reminded as my dad has shared several times and we have used in different places that tears are a language God understands. Tears are a language God understands. Last week we spoke about Hannah who could not become pregnant, who presented God with this uh, this thought of, if you do this, then I will respond in obedience. And she did. And with great anguish, with great tears and great sorrow, she prayed for a child, and God gave her a son, Samuel. Tears are a language God understands. What a great thought that is. I think of two memorial services that I have coming up that of Wayne Lafley and Ed Brown. And I think of the opportunity we have to share the hope of Jesus, the peace that God gives, but also to be able to mourn with those that mourn, to understand the stress that it places on people emotionally, the, the distraction it is from a daily job or even your current family when you are mourning. And so we just want to pray for Shannon Lafley and their family, their son, Luca. We want to pray for Deb Brown, and eds daughters and pray for peace on them that they would understand that tears are a language god understands that they would understand that god has a plan for them that By faith, they can take that next step forward. By faith, we not only believe, but also live and move forward. We don't move on from remembering someone. That's impossible, but you can move forward by faith. Hebrews 11, we're going to talk about. We not only believe that God is good, that God has a plan, but we also live and move forward in that plan. So we look, and hopefully this cooperates with me, I think it's going to be helpful. I looked at Hebrews 11.1 from four different translations. New Living Translation says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. In this next version or translation of the Bible, we find these words. This is the King James. Perhaps you memorized it in the Old English. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And now we go to the English Standard Version. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction conviction of things not seen. And from the New International Version, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what we're talking about. The reality, the uh, substance, the assurance, the confidence. This is what we have in Jesus. This is not a rabbit's foot. This is not a wish list. This is not a maybe or I hope so, but this is the reality, the substance, the assurance, the confidence that we have as followers of Jesus that God is good, that he is with us, that he cares for us, that he has a plan even though we are in great anguish, and in sorrow, even though we cry in our mourning, even though we desire something new and something different, even though we are in a place where we just don't have the confidence to take that next step forward, we are scared to move forward, we just want to stay and remain where we are, we have a reality, a substance, an assurance, a confidence that we can. And how do you do that? In Philippians 4, 6-7, it says, Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. It's not present your request to your neighbor. Gossip to your friends. Present your request to someone else. Try to grit in your teeth and bear it. Deal with it all yourself, but re- present your request to God in the peace Of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is our prayer. This is from the New Living Translation. It reads a little bit differently. I think it brings out the point in a subtle way that we can relate to, perhaps even a little bit better. Same scripture, but maybe a different way that we can interpret it and apply it. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God, tell God, tell the creator of the universe, tell the one that loves you, that made you, that knitted you in your mother's womb, that has a plan for your life, what you need. And thank him, and thank him just as Hannah did for all he has done. We go to Philippians 4, 7. Philippians 4, 7, we find these words here about the peace the peace of God, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. As you live in Christ Jesus, this peace is what we need. It transcends all understanding. God saved you by His grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. This is the grace of God that He gives. We have the grace of God for who He is, for what He has done. We love the fact that salvation is not a reward for the things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For by grace you have been saved through faith. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Through faith, by faith, we believe, we accept, we embrace God's grace. We embrace God's grace that loved us. We understand that even faith as small as a mustard seed, Luke seventeen six says, If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to the mulberry tree, May you be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. If we just had enough faith in Jesus to believe that his grace is big enough we could do remarkable things for him not so that we could be seen or known but so that he would be known so that he would be known i believe this next slide is coming up our faith is Jesus it is his way his power his justice and his life this is what we desire most is to understand that when we talk about having faith we're talking about Believing, surrendering, submitting to the authority of Jesus. We desire to be controlled by Him, to live according to what His Word says, to what the Bible says, to what He is saying and speaking to us by the Holy Spirit through Scripture. Our faith is Jesus, and it only takes a little bit of Jesus to change the whole world. So let us know Him and declare Him even when people are in great sorrow, that we would not shy away from that fact, but we would understand that He is our only hope. It's not about being politically correct. Yes, have tact. Yes, use common sense, but He is our only hope, and we could talk, as I did recently, to a family member that lost a loved one and say that Jesus loves you, and you're not alone, and I believe He'll bring people into your life life, good Christian people that display his love in practical ways. I was speaking to a friend that recently lost $50,000 in cryptocurrency because of what's taking place in the stock market. And I don't understand any of that. I just know that he couldn't believe. Yeah, it wasn't cash in hand, but he couldn't believe like my account said I had this amount of money, which it was verified, it was true, it was real, and then just the events that have taken place over the last little while, that went from $50,000 to zero, nothing, and I just was speaking, and we were discussing, and there has to be a higher power or something that has you that knew about this time and I went on to say it's not just a higher power it's not just a religious thought it's not just I am spiritual but it's my belief that Jesus has a great plan for your life that Jesus said that he's the way the truth and the life we judge ourselves based on our intention as I mentioned last week this is stolen I believe by Andy Stanley but we we judge others by their action. It does not matter that you intend to be better. It's not. It does not matter that you intended to do the right thing. It's what you did, what you said. It hurt my feelings. It was uh, uncharacteristic. It was inappropriate. My intention, though, is like, hey, I'm sorry, but I intend to do the right thing. So we uh, cut ourselves a break, but too many times we judge others on their action, not their intention, but... I was listening to a book on tape this week, and it said, book on tape, I sound old. It was an audiobook, and it talked about the way, the direction. If we would look or even judge people based on their direction, their way of life, where they're going, then it's not based on intention. I intend to do better. It's not that one moment of failure, but it's What direction are you going? If you're going the direction of Jesus, we don't say, hey, don't worry, everybody sins, everybody uh, fails, but we say, hey, the direction of of Jesus is if you sin, when you fail, you confess, you repent, you get up, you move on, and I as a Christian brother, I as a Christian, I as a follower of Jesus lift you up and join you hand in hand and arm in arm to walk in the strength of God to go towards Him john 14 6 it says i am the way the truth and the life jesus talking i am the way the truth and the life and this is not by accident this is uh set very much that we want to follow jesus we want to know him first as the way to go and then we take the experience of knowing his truth Then we live the life, I am the way, follow the way, experience the truth, live the life. Very much systematic. It's the way that we want. Sometimes we're like, no, I want the life of abundant life. I want the life of knowing that I have security. I want that life. Or some might say, no, you need the truth. You need the black and white. This is right, wrong. This is all you need in Jesus is saying, and those smarter than me have uh, deduced that it is systematic. It's know Him as the way. Follow the way. Then you experience the truth. Then you live the life. So we go to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, we find faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. Earn a good reputation. Be known what you're for and not what you're against. Who you're for. Who loves you so much. <clears throat> if we could get to it, Hebrews uh, 11 verse 3. We're going to read Hebrews eleven three. By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was not something that you manufactured, that you came up with, but it was only because of Jesus. And we conclude with these words from Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, again, reading from the New Living Translation. We find about one named Abraham. It says, By faith, Abraham. By faith, Abraham, what? Well, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as an inheritance. By faith, Abraham obeyed God. He left where he loved. He left what he knew to obey God and gain his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Verse 9, and even when he reached the land God promised, he lived there by faith. For he was like a foreigner living in tents, and so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. Are we looking at eternity? Are we looking at what God has planned for us? Are we looking at using the power through the Holy Spirit that He's provided us, that we would be His witnesses now for all of eternity? Use them now that everyone could experience eternity in heaven, that everyone we come in contact, we plant a seed, we share the truth, we live the life because we are following the way of Jesus, Verse 11 of Hebrews 11. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sands on the seashore, there is no way to count them. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They still believed what God had promised them. By faith, Abraham and Sarah, God used them to make a nation, generations and generations of humans, of people. Perhaps, maybe, by faith, God would use us. Don't despise the beginnings of small things. Don't despise the beginning of small things. This is a reminder to myself more than to anybody. Whether it's Free Coffee Tuesday, whether it's an in-person gathering, whether it's starting a new life group, whether it's bringing on an intern, whether it's being available for people that are mourning, I believe God wants to use us, Living Hope Wesleyan Church, followers of Jesus, to make disciples that love people that make disciples, that love people that make disciples, that love people that make disciples, that love people that love people, that love people that make disciples, that make disciples, that make disciples. That we would be known for such a time as this, that God used us because we were available to love people and make disciples. We were available. We were vulnerable and accountable. We were able to submit to God and say, Jesus, I just want to be used of you to love people and make disciples. I want to grow in my faith, to mature as a believer, to follow you. That I would not just be, my intention is to do the right thing, or Sunday mornings, hey, I show up. Sunday mornings, I show up. But it would be more about the direction, the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus, may we choose to live by faith, understanding that it's your grace, it's your love, it's your sacrifice, it's your plan and your purpose, that you have set everything out for us, that we would choose to move forward and walk in obedience, the steps that you have designed for us that we would follow you, that we would know you, and that we would share your love with others. May we see others as you see them. May our hearts break with the things that break yours. May we desire that others would know your way, your truth, and your life. That eternity, that heaven, might be our focus because we know that you are leading us somewhere, may we follow you each step of every day. And when we fail, when we fall, when our friends are tempted, when they are discouraged, when they sin, may we be quick to reach down and reach out in your grace by faith, knowing that you have the best for us. So Jesus, we choose to follow you. We choose to live by faith. This moment, this afternoon, this day, this week, this life, we choose to live by faith because your grace has made it possible to have confidence, assurance, the reality, the substance, to be known. So, Father, we choose to follow you. We thank you for loving us, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.